On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Edgerton 30K Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well on a warm uh, Tuesday evening here in Los Angeles, California. Today we got a really awesome guest. Uh, not only is he a cool guest, he's one of my close friends. Uh, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, went through a lot of you know ups and downs, but uh, he's always been there for me and uh, always you know had my back whenever I had ran into issues. Um, so I hope you guys out there have a friend like that. And uh, I'd like to welcome um, Sai to the show. Sai, thank you so much for tuning in, man. How you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. No, I've been good, man. Thanks. It's all these crazy things going around in the world right now the, with the coronavirus and everything. Or, or, have you kind of been taking this well at all? Or finding yeah, something you to know do? what? Mm-hmm. I've been kind of a, a homebody, so this is kind of good. I mean, traffic is, is like nil right now. And yeah, it is what it is. I mean, sometimes you get kind of restless, you know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Have you been trying to kind of like exercise or kind of keep keep fit, stay active? I know it's easy to just stay home and just uh, just stay at home and not do anything, right? Yeah, you know what? I I ride my motorcycle um to get out, but I haven't been doing a lot of exercise mm-hmm. and not as much as I should be doing though. Right, right, right. Yeah, same here. I think I I, I bought a jump rope the other day, just kind of jump rope outside the house, just you know, kind of bust a sweat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so good cardio, man. That's like like an intense workout. People kind of underrate that, but yeah, jump rope in three minutes, dude. If you keep going at that pace, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, tough. yeah. Have you ever done it? Yeah, we, when you uh, train for like boxing and stuff, I mean, jump rope was huge. Oh, nice. Oh, that's right. I, I noticed at some point you were like into boxing. Have you have you stopped that, or are you still kind of doing it once in a while? Yeah, I stopped that. There's no nobody really to spar with right now right right and you know with the coronavirus and gotta stay away from with the, from each other like six feet away and all yeah you can't keep contact and, uh, yeah yeah oh i see i see well i mean b- boxing requires a lot of like stamina and have energy right while you're doing it like, did you find yourself kind of like getting into better shape at all oh man it's fun but you get winded so yeah it definitely pushes you to 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 you know, push yourself and, and get better and right. and keep your, your hands up, you know, you got to keep your guard up, so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with this stuff going around, I mean, I'm trying to, I, I'm checking my weight, like, every day, making sure I'm not, like, piling on the weight, you know what I mean? Because, like, I, sometimes I find myself <laughs> just eating all the time, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I swear, I just ate, like, an hour ago, and now I'm eating again, like, what, what's going on, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, it's easier to do right now because you're trying to fill your time with, with, with eating, you know? Exactly. And then you're not going out and about as much. You're mm-hmm. kind of stuck at home. Yeah. So people do get fat. Yeah, that, that, that happens, man. It's not me too, dude. Yeah, seriously. And then I went I went home for a week just to visit my parents, right? And, and 
you you know how Asian parents are. It's like, hey, eat this, eat that, eat this. You know, you're sitting down at dinner and it's like, I'm full. And they're like, no. And then they just keep putting food on your plate. <laughs> Do you ever, yeah. you, ever, you, you ever get that? Yeah, dude. Parents show their love by feeding you, man. I mean, you you come home, this is how they show their love, you know? I don't know about you, but... But, like, Asian parents, they don't usually say, I love you. Oh, they right? don't. Yeah, mine don't do that either. But, yeah. <laughs> they, my, I, I've, my parents have never said they love me, but I know they do because yeah. they feed me, man. They ask me, have I eaten yet? <laughs> and then they always put food in my plate. And Yeah, dude, I'm, did you gain a few pounds? I think I gained, like, only two pounds, but it's like, I, then, and then I lose it really quickly again. I just go out and run or exercise or something. So yeah. you keep it in balance. Did That's you? good, man. Did you did you gain any weight? Um, just a little bit. Okay. Just a couple of pounds, but not too bad. No, that's, that's not too not bad. Not too bad. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I haven't seen um, a lot of my coworkers or anything for a while, and then I saw them once because I come in the office like once a month, once every mm-hmm. like you know uh, twice a month if at most, and mm-hmm. then like everybody's hair is like so long though. I thought that was kind of funny. It's like. They don't shave, and they look kind of like like a like kind of bum bum look, you know, like a homeless look. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But the, the girls look the same. The girls look like they didn't they never change. It's like I don't get. Maybe they take care of themselves a lot better. The guys just they're like whatever, you know what I mean? Maybe it's like they seem a little bit depressed. Is that do you think so? Is it because there's a lot less people around them? And yeah, maybe maybe because I think a lot of people. Um, live by themselves too like like on my team so i'm pretty sure they're like kind of i mean i don't know if they have they have any like emotional problems or like mental problems but it's hard to like well, get home so long that they're just like extroverted you know like they live true, off true, of true. people's energy yeah and they like going out they like being around people right and yeah. now that they're they're stuck in the quarantine mm-hmm. they're not getting that 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 socialization yeah and because they're so extroverted that now maybe that's why they're depressed yeah you know I mean, do you find yourself? Uh, I mean, you, you you just mentioned earlier you like being at home, right? You like kind of yeah. like this. Okay, so it's weird, mm-hmm. dude. Like, I'm I'm a little mix of both. I guess everybody's a little mix of both. Yeah, I think I'm a little mix. Like, yeah, you're right. I, you're right. I won't. Yeah, dude. Like, I used to like love being like when I travel. Like, you've been to Japan and and you've done a lot of traveling, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I used to love that. Like, I'd be like, wow, like the skyscrapers, the energy from the city and all the people. <laughs> And then, but now it's like, oh man, there's so much people. Like, I'd rather be home. I'd rather be comfortable. Like, let's watch a movie. Let's play a game. You know? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, you. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think when you first go to Asia, it's like the lifestyle there is like it's so crowded. Everything is like, you know, it's like all these buildings, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so fun. But after like a certain amount of time, you're like, I miss my kind of peaceful life in the states too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. trees yeah. and. And everything like that. Um, there's a saying that I that I came across a few days ago. It says, um, a guy wants to be alone but doesn't want to feel lonely. Can you relate to that? Yeah, that's that, you know what I. That's the first time I've heard it. Uh huh. But that's that's very interesting. So a guy wants to be alone but doesn't this, want to feel lonely. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think mean, it's kind of true. Has so. like. A, a negative connotation, right? Right. It's kind of like when you break down, cause it's kind of like you want to do your own thing. You want to explore the world and and mm-hmm. be on your own and stuff. But then you also don't want to be tied down. I guess that's somewhere along that along those lines. Wow. Uh, I guess it applies to guys. Yeah. Not all guys, but I mean. Right. Sometimes no, no, I, I, I definitely can, can see it. Yeah. It's like you kind of want your freedom, mm-hmm. right? But then, but then sometimes too much of one thing is not a good thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. what's important is that you're comfortable being alone and you don't see it as being lonely. Because when you, you focus on, and when you describe it as lonely, mm-hmm. you're, you're focusing on the fact that you're alone. But if you're alone and you're, you're, you're okay with that and you're comfortable with that, then you won't really notice that you're being alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Because I, I guess we both live alone. So it's like, at some point, it's like, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if it's like a mental state, but I think a lot of people that are lonely, they feel like, you know, they can't get in touch or connect with anybody and they feel like nobody mm-hmm. cares for them. And I guess that leads to like depression, right? Or like yeah. mentally. But for us, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I try to keep myself busy and you call my family or like, you know, I call you, or, you know, chat once in a while. Um, how, how about you? Like, how do you normally cope with like, if you ever feel kind of like in that state? You know what? There are definitely times when like I, I, I miss my family or I miss my girlfriend or yeah. I miss hanging out with my friends. Like I definitely mm-hmm. do miss that. Yeah. But but my time is never really spent. There'll be like random moments where I'll be like, oh, man, I wish I was with them or, or I wish we were here. Or even earlier, I, had, I, I just thought about a friend. I was like, oh, man, I miss going out and uh, eating with the guy like uh he, he likes to eat, like, all the foods that I like to eat, you know, so I, oh, I miss right. that. for sure. But, but you just kind of be like, hey, you know what, I'll get him next time, I'll catch him next time, or when this is over, we'll hang out and stuff, you know? For sure. But, um, but overall, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I'm finding things to do, like, um, I like to read and, and play video games, and, yeah. and it, you know, it feels really good when you're productive and you get stuff done, like, right, you right. work on your car, you work on your bike. Yeah. Be clean, organized. I mean, that feels good at the end. It might not feel good when you're doing it. (laughs) When you're starting to do it, right? But when you're done, it'll be like, oh, nice. Like so, I don't really uh, dwell on that too much. Like like you, you said, like you just find things to do. Yeah. uh, Right. Keep your mind off of it. Yeah, I think that's that's such that's such a good point because I think um, a lot of people don't have that kind of like positive mindset like how we do and and i mean it's not really sometimes it's not their fault you know sometimes their environment or how they were brought up doesn't give them the tools to like deal with these kind of situations and all of a sudden it hits them and they're like everybody has to stay home quarantine and it's like you know it, it's stressful for for people like that yeah so i can kind of feel for them change, yeah right right i mean right. if they're they're used to a certain way and and, mm-hmm. and then this happened and yeah yeah um but i mean I, just looking around i, I feel like I don't know if you kind of like been looking around the world, but I think certain certain countries are kind of like I guess more prepared for it, uh, a little bit mm-hmm. more better than than here in the United States. But I think overall, I think it's it's picking up now. Now there's a lot of improvement, so hopefully mm-hmm. it's going to be better going forward. Yeah, I hope so too. I, from what I understand, we're moving on to phase two, right? Right, right. So mm-hmm. so that's good, but everybody still needs to, you know, practice. Right. Uh, for sure Uh, social distancing still and the mask and all that yeah i guess on on a a more positive note i think i mean i've I've had a lot of time to like reflect on like you know my life and reflect on things because i'm home a lot every day and you know when you're home alone you think a lot and i was just thinking like about like the happiest moments of my life you know and 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 for me it's in college you know the times when we we took chinese class together when we like learned Mm -hmm. mandarin when we went out and just we didn't have a lot of money, but we had a really good social life, right? Like, I'm kind of curious, yeah. curious to see what your happiest moments are in your life, and you know, like, if you could f- give us some flashback of your those times. 
Oh, you know what, man? Like, things were simpler back then, weren't they? Like, for, for sure, 100%. You, yeah. you, you, you have financial aid, and you just hang out with your friends, and you're building relationships, and you're exactly. exploring and seeing what the world has to offer. Mm-hmm. That's that's always fun, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're talking about like happy memories or happy thoughts, um, like you and I, we both love to travel, you know? Yeah, we do. Um, seeing, yeah. seeing the world. So, you know, one of my favorite places that I've been to was uh, up in Iceland. And uh, it was just, you know, how before, uh, like in Japan, it was like a lot of people. And, and if you're extroverted, you can you can live off of that energy and you're excited, you know? Right, right. Um, but with Iceland, it was a little bit different because it was like, it was just nature. And uh, you're driving uh, around the country in this huge island. Right. And uh, you're just, you're just looking at the scenery and it's just gorgeous it's like you're at peace you know that's so good um so th- those are one of my happy memories um oh. going with my uh significant other and uh some close friends yeah that's perfect uh, was, yeah that's nice yeah you're right you're right about the whole life being simpler when you're younger because when you're younger you just you, you you're around people all the time you know you're in school you're working on homework mm-hmm. like lab assignments mm-hmm. and then when you start working it's like a whole 180 you know all of a sudden you can't really pick your coworkers. they're just there you know you get a job and you can't yeah. pick them right and then yeah you pretty much start focusing on like you know like buying a house or buying a car or whatever and then you just work and then your social i guess life kind of takes a little dip you know what i mean mm-hmm. so I guess it's a it's a it's kind of hard to balance in the beginning, but I think over time you get kind of used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I think you're right. Like you know how in high school everybody kind of has the same path. Yeah. And in college you kind of diverge, right? I mean, yeah. you you go to different schools, you got different majors, but but it's still pretty cohesive. It is, yeah. But then but then once you graduate and then you you go into your career field. Yeah. Now it's like very specialized. It is specialized. <laughs> Sometimes the people that you you meet, you're not going to be meeting like some random person or, 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 you know, hanging out with people in the library or meeting up in the quad or whatever it might be like you are in college. I mean, now it's like all the people that do your job is going to that same place and it's it's very like specialized and you kind of have just one facet of society, right? Yeah. Like, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, and I feel like when we were working, especially I noticed this the last couple of years, is that it's so easy to fall into like a preset mode in your life and just every day you wake up and it's like autopilot. You know what I mean? Go to work, mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. go home, sleep. And it's like, you know, you're, you're, you might be making money and, and whatnot, but it's like you, you're kind of like, you also got to not neglect that like social aspect of your life that you had and you enjoyed so much back in college, you know? Yeah. You t- right. So how, how, do you, how do you think you deal with that? You keep in touch with your friends more or like kind of stay active like how would you go about it that's an interesting question because in college uh you socialize more your your social group is a lot larger yeah so there's always like things that like might pop up and mm-hmm. or hey let's do this and let's do that mm-hmm. but once you have a career it is like you, you said i think it's uh, people get kind of stuck in a routine exactly and um and then you're not really branching out right I mean, right your social group is going to be a lot small smaller a lot closer but right much smaller and things don't usually just 
like a pop up. Oh, let's let's do this, yeah, let's do this. this Friday, <laughs> or let's do this next month. Yep. Um, now you guys all kind of have money, but you also have your own lives, and uh, it's a little bit harder to kind of like be on the same page or or, or meet up. Like it could be schedule, it could be like family, right? What if they right. have kids or something? Right, right. Um, yeah, I guess a little bit harder. I, I I don't know. I mean, the best thing is when you have good friends. It's like you can just touch base with them, even though you haven't talked in a while, and you will talk like supernaturally, like like no time has has uh, elapsed. Yeah, yeah. You know? For sure. No, I I, I can re- like connect with you and relate to you hundred percent. And I also think you're right about people's priorities change when they get older and they have families and kids. They get married and and. I guess in a sense, when you get older, you kind of just want a more peaceful routine, like more stability, you know what I mean? So I think that's why many people settle down and you take less risks when you get older and it's understandable, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, just, you know. I, I, don't, I, I noticed that too. I don't know why though. Do you, I mean, <laughs> do you have any idea like why? I mean, if we're going to try to analyze this. Yeah, it's weird because I have a lot of friends. It's funny because if I could just name, I, I only have a handful of close friends now, like maybe like two mm-hmm. or three at most. I think the older I get, the more I realize that, like, there's cer- certain friends that you don't keep in touch with, and then you just end up falling off the radar. You know, what I mean, it's it's nobody's fault. It just you just don't keep in touch. And there's ones that like me and you where we keep in touch once in a while, and you also check up on me, which is really like I'm really grateful for that too. And and I think in general, I think people just when they get older, they just they're not as adventurous and they're not as um willing to explore as you know like a younger mind is more like not ripe yet so you kind of don't know what you want in life that's why you have this urge to like explore and look and feel and experience but when you get older it's like mm-hmm. you've seen all that and no matter how much you explore it's like you know you still want a sense of sp- uh, s- stability so i think that's why mm-hmm. people kind of like tend to settle down and get married have kids buy a house and just just live every day very peacefully until they die right i mean Right. A lot of my friends, I, I think mean, like eighty percent of my friends uh, are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I think just the majority of people that I know are like that, pretty much. Yeah, and, and nothing's wrong with that. I mean, if that's what make them makes them happy, you know. Right. But but you're right. I mean, if you, you brought it up, and I don't really have an answer, but mm. I can give an example oh. of, of of how you know maturity and age has. Has, has kind of changed yeah. my outlook and yeah, go for it, how go for I it. interact yeah. with the world, you know? Yeah, I love to hear but you. Like, for example, like, if when I was younger, in my early 20s, if, if there was a restaurant that was really, really, like, well-known and I've never tried it, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it'll, it'll, I have to wait an hour and a half to get my food, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be like, hey, you know what? Let's do it. We're here. We're, you know, we got the time. Let's, yeah. let's let's try it. You'll experience it, right? Yeah. But now, when you're older, you're like, you know what? I'm sure it's good. I mean, why else would it be popular? But yeah. is it going to be that much better that exactly. I have to yeah. wait an hour and a half? Like, is it worth my time? Right. And you, you, so you, I think you start weighing things more. Exactly. And that's yeah. where the stability comes in, right? Versus, versus when you're younger, you're like, it doesn't matter. Let's do it. Let's just do it. You take more. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say risky behaviors, but you're not really thinking like your time is like super, yeah. super it's valuable. Like, so you're you're more like impulsive it, you know? when you're younger, right? 
yeah, yeah, that's it. More impulsive. It, it's like with money too, though, right? Oh, that's like yeah, when that's you're crazy. younger, you're more impulsive. You feel like you mm-hmm. need something, right? And then you just you just go get it. And now, you, even though we have money now, we're, we're in our careers. Yeah, we still think like, but is it worth it? Is it, can we justify the cost? Right. I mean, right. How's it gonna impact the <laughs> yeah. long term? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's so. That's such a really good point. And and just to touch up on something that you just mentioned, I think that. Um, yeah, when you do get older, like I noticed that I, I it's funny because like when you're in college, you want to work so bad and you want to get your career going. And then once you have your career established, it's like, man, my career has been going so smooth. Like I wonder, like this, the old me is kind of like faded away, you know what I mean? So I think it's good to have a balance, you know, to like not be too impulsive, but not to let yourself get into like a just like a safe autopilot zone for too long because right. life gets boring quickly if you do that. Right, you don't want to scale back so so far. You want to be like have a happy medium, right? Yeah. You don't want to be at the the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Like I try to, I I ask myself that too sometimes. Like I'll, I'll say like, hey, you know, what what about me ten years ago? Like if 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 ten years ago me had control of the me right now, like right. what would they want to do? You know, right? What would they want to get? What do they want to work on? And probably i'd be like yeah i want to spend all my money on my car or all my money on my bike or all right. my money on the hobby right so i mean so long as i have a roof over my head and and, and clothes and, and food but right. I'm, I'm willing to spend that money you know right right but the, the 30 year old me right now is like well yeah but that's not smart way to handle finances right right, right. So, because I look at my bank account and oh, there's several hundred that came in or several thousand that came in, and and the twenty year old me was like, wow, that's it's a lot time of to money. spend, yeah. <laughs> the thirty year old me is like, you know what, mm, this mm, we got we got to save, right? Yeah, that's like, true. you're right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about your parents or my parents. Like, they always they're not like super strict on what I do. They don't control my life, but my dad's always like. Mm-hmm. Save your money, save your money. You never know when you're going to need it. And I guess it is really important. Mm-hmm. And because like for them, like, you know, they're, they're, they're immigrants and, you know, they came over here from a, from a third world country. And it's like for them, mm-hmm. like every dollar counts. It matters, you know, like it, it affects every decision they make. It's going to affect their future and their kids' future and everything, you know. But for us, we have the luxury of like not having to go through so much struggle like they have. So it's like we're more impulsive in that sense, I think. Um, yeah. But I think you're right. Like you get older, you learn to like weigh the pros and cons, and you learn to like think deeper, and not just like act on emotion, act on like, hey, I like this, I'm gonna buy it. All right, right. Go online, bam, sh- ship to your house. Um, but you yeah. you you mentioned that uh, you know as parents that are immigrants, and, yep. and they had to like adjust, and just like a whole. I mean, everything changed when they came over here. You know. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, it is, like, so impressive. Like, I don't, I honestly don't know how they did it because I don't know if I can do it. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think I can do it. They bought a house. I mean, they they helped buy, like, my parents helped buy my car. Yeah. And they were, like, working minimum wage, you know? Like, and I'm thinking, like, I have a pretty good career. And I I, I don't know how, like, like, I don't know how they did it. Yeah, that's like, crazy. You know what I'm yeah, it puts a lot of things it's into perspective. Yeah, it puts a lot in like they probably just live very you know below their means and just didn't mm-hmm. spend like I mean looking back compared to what what when we were thirty what we had versus mm-hmm. when they were thirty what they had so they didn't have much right. you know what I mean no. yeah yeah exactly dude crazy they didn't have anything it's such a big sacrifice and I think 
it like the Asian culture. I think regardless of like whether you're from here or from the east, I think the Asian culture like they focus a lot on like family and the values. Like it's just they want to pour everything for the kids, you know, for the family. So I think that's a something that we are really lucky and fortunate to experience. I think that's why maybe maybe as we uh, mature and as we grow, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we start to appreciate like their sacrifice and 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 the value, and that's why we we kind of uh, kind of fall back, almost be a little bit more frugal, yeah, and more considerate, like long term, right? Because we, we we learn from them, you know. No, we do. Versus when you're right. young, you're you're not really we, thinking. You're like, like against oh, them, right? <laughs> kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're totally right. You're totally right, and I think that, I think because me, me and you, we're we're both, you know, Asian American, but we both, you know, have that Asian influence, so we're kind of like juggling both cultures, and we kind of see a little bit of like what it's like to be like American, but also what it's like to be like Asian. You know what I mean? So I think we have a really unique perspective on a lot of things in life. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I do. Like I'm very proud to be American. I identify myself. As an American, you know, like yeah. born and raised, and 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 all that, like I'm proud. But at the same time, I'm I'm also very proud to to be Chinese, you know. Right. To have your roots. And, yeah. And have that connection, but um, we are that bridge. Right? We are that bridge. Like you... you're second generation, right? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's that's great. You still and you can still speak the language, and, and yeah, it's Let... impressive, you know. And right. you, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. And the bridge is like the because a lot of you know a lot of Asian Americans or just Asians that are born in any other country except for Asia and they grew up there and they 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 speak any other language like like the Asian language is not their first language. So I think a lot of them have like identity problems where they don't know which part they fit in, right? But I think mm-hmm. you don't have to learn how to like fit into any size. You can fit into both, and and. The most like advantageous part is that we we're that bridge, like you said earlier, we're that bridge between right. the the east and the west, because mm-hmm. you know, like we know both sides, we've been in both sides, and we can kind of mm-hmm. bring peace, because at we're at the top, and then we realize that everybody wants the same thing, right? Everybody wants love, to be understood, right. to have fun, and enjoy their life. So that's a that's a really yeah. good uh, that's a really good um, expression that we are that bridge. I like right. that. <laughs> we can, can kind of get like the best of both worlds and, and foster understanding. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I can also see how some people they're, they're kind of lost. Like they don't they don't know how to be that bridge, you know. And and that's where yeah. issues come in where they partake in like self destructive behavior or. Um, yeah. Have you seen that? You know, like, have you witnessed it? Have you seen it? And your friends or like with your family stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. like. I mean, especially if you grew up poor, um, right? People take advantage of that, you know. I mean, right, I mean, right. Even, even sometimes like your own people, right? right? Oh wow, like, yeah. Like yeah, like gangs and and just people taking advantage of each other and and just because out of ignorance, right? Right. We don't have we we didn't know that we had all these resources that are available to us. Because we don't know. I mean, we're, we're not from here. This is a new land to us. Um, but uh, people take advantage of it, and yeah, such is life. There's yeah people and bad people, and we just try to make a living and and do the right thing and live a good life, you know, and provide for our families. 
Yeah, I think that that's something that's really strong in like Asian cultures that they all like parents are always responsible. They they try to provide for their family, for their kids, make sure they have food to eat and go to school. You know, I think that's you know people always bag on Asians as like, oh, you guys are like the goody two shoes. You're just the mi- the, the model minority, just trying to uh, you know like they put us in like the spotlight but in reality it's like it's from the culture you know because the parents like they they lay the foundation for the kids right Mm -hmm. when you're young Mm -hmm. whatever your parents do the kids follow right they imitate Mm -hmm. so if you see your parents like busting ass and working hard then you in a sense maybe not when you're young when you get older and you learn that and you appreciate that you also try to bust your ass too you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i think um yeah i just i just feel like when we get older we just take so many things into perspective and and maybe maybe that's called wisdom, right? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if you ever had a chance to like learn about your parents' story or how they got here, but it's kind of funny. I did not know exactly what my parents went through until like I think four days ago. I sat down with them. I talked to them, and they shared a lot of light on how they got here. And and I'm not gonna talk about it too much, but just I feel like, dude, their journey is so crazy and so intense. You know. Like mm-hmm. their mind power, the willpower for a lot of like first generation Asian parents that leave their country to come to like America. I don't know. Do you feel that's like, that's such a, it's such a like awesome feat, right? They have such great mm-hmm. mind power to do that. Like, how do you feel about all that? It's just crazy for me when I think about that. It, I think it takes a lot to decide to pick up your family right. and, and, and move to a different country that you don't know the language of. You know, yeah, the culture, um, even the culture as well. Yeah, it might have been created by necessity, you know, by war, by famine, right. by poverty, yep. uh, you know, lack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as all immigrants that want to come to the U.S., you know, like with the land of opportunity, right? But, right. Um, I, I, that ingenuity and that, like you said, like the willpower, right? That's impressive. It is so impressive. That's yeah. that's something to admire. Yeah. Um, and the choices that they have to make and the trials and tribulations that they have to go through to, to get here. And that's why there's so much pressure for us to, to, to be successful. Yeah, you know? to, to not, like, not like shame oh, them, right? <laughs> yeah. There's not just, just try it. Like, hey, we gave up everything for you. You need to, you can't just try. You got yeah. you to you gotta achieve, you know? Yep, yep. And I think as a parent, I mean, putting yourselves into their shoes, like they went through such... They went through hell just to give you the life and to see you grow up and have a career and be a good person and just like establish yourself. I mean, that's the, I mean, that's what they, that's like their dream come true right there. Right. That's, that's what they all left their home country to achieve. And I think once they achieve that, it's like, okay, now it's grandkids time. (laughs) Now now I gotta have kids. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's That's funny. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like, it's good to like talk about all these things and just kind of sit back and just recall experiences and like recollect memories and like things they taught you. Is there anything your parents taught you that you kind of like, like kind of that kind of clicks in your head or just kind of, you kind of remember until now, like any big life lesson or anything that mm. if you can recall something. Well, my dad always, not, not anything that can like, uh, that I think is like super interesting. Yeah. But, like my dad always, always said, you gotta, you gotta be early if you're not, early then you're late you know right like 15 minutes is, is uh you being 15 minutes early is you being on time to be punctual right that fact yeah and then uh, my mom she she is a funny person she she's really easy to get along with 
Uh-huh. But she also says, you know, you can't be too trusting, but you, you can't be, um, how does she say it? Like, you can't not make friends. You have to be able to make friends with everybody. Got but it, that got doesn't it. mean you have to trust everybody, you know? I see. So okay. mm-hmm. I, I guess that's how I try to interact with people. It's like, um, my girlfriend says that I can be a little bit too trusting and Oh, and, and maybe, and, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like if you don't give me a reason to not trust you, then then I'm going to give you a, a healthy amount of trust and respect. Yeah, I think it, it goes something like you see the glass already full versus some people mm-hmm. already see as like half full. Like they don't give people the benefit of the doubt, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you're more like positive and you see the good in people. And I think that's a really good quality because a lot of people, they don't do that. They just see the negative first. <laughs> so... And, and yeah, I, yeah. I, but people and people say that I like I'm really nice, but and and I do give people the the, the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. But but that's not that's not just that's not because I'm nice. It's because it's a lot easier to like go through life giving people the benefit of the doubt. That's true. That's a really good point. Yeah. You're gonna harbor hate, and that's just that's not an easy thing to do. It's like, you know what they call like emotional baggage and just right, like it's right. heavy, right? Like you carry that with you. Exactly. Like yeah. if somebody cut you off uh, while you're driving on the freeway. You just blow up. And yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can be like get mad, right? And be like, oh, this guy did this and this guy did I don't care what, uh, why he did that. It's not okay. And you just get angry. Yep. And that's not easy. Right. You're going to harbor that the whole day. Exactly. And he might not be thinking about it at all. Yeah, you know? exactly. But if you give it the benefit of the doubt, it's not because you're nice. It's just because, like, you know what? Maybe, yeah, maybe, a bad day maybe yeah. he's rushing home to his wife because she's going to labor. Not saying that's what happened, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Is there yeah. that possibility? Yeah. If it is, if, if there is that possibility, then, then don't get mad and just move on, you know? Yeah, that's a really, really good mental state to be in. That's a really good point. I'm really glad you brought that up because sometimes I do find myself, like, you know, if I'm having a bad day, guy cuts me off, I'm like, god damn you know like i started cursing i'm like you know but then mm-hmm. w- it, like after five minutes like is that really worth it you know that five minutes can screw yeah. up your whole day you know what i mean but but granted that's five minutes is pretty good there are people <laughs> that will hold it for the whole day like they got cut off at 7 a.m in the morning right yeah. going to work right and they'll talk about it at 9 p.m at night right you know right and they're still like upset about it right and and that's where people can explode you know that's true so that's yeah it's out of like self-preservation yeah you know to, to give people the benefit of the doubt you know that's healthy you know right that's for your peace of mind and i think you have think a really something that everybody can do yeah i think you have a really good balance between like you know just um controlling your emotions and having perspective but also you're not like a pushover you know like i guess some people that are too nice like they never stand up for themselves or they never disagree to anything but mm-hmm. i think you're like a good balance between the two you know like you know your limit and you know when somebody's like okay this guy's just really trying to trying to get, get a reaction he's trying to pull something out of me you know what i mean but mm-hmm. and if that's the case then i guess you know, it's a different story um mm-hmm. but that's a really good point that you brought up and i think people can practice that and just just you know just give people the, the benefit of the doubt and just take you know take take things um you know i like face value if somebody really wants to like take advantage of you or just lie to you or just you know then they can do it to do it to you once but then you know like like you said you, know, you can't really lie to yourself you, you gotta look in the mirror every day right you know what i mean right so it's gonna it's all gonna catch up and 
all that baggage is is gonna weigh you down mm-hmm. man that's a good point yeah i didn't think i don't know is do you think there's a way to practice emotional intelligence or is something that you just have to be aware of and, and just kind of like practice it slowly or, or i don't know take a class or read a book it's it's hard it's easy to say but kind of hard to practice right right yeah, yeah I, I i think it, it more comes down to like just asking yourself and analyzing it mm-hmm. so let's say something happened yeah and and this is what i i, I do all the time mm-hmm. and uh i don't know if this is normal for everybody right i mean because because you know how like like people say like oh right when they go to bed they think about all the dumb things that they did yeah that day and that can be bad because that can give you anxiety that can oh for sure that can make you not not fall asleep right and you need to sleep right but but if you kind of like put yourself away from that and kind of look at it from a third party's perspective right i just look at the situation that you were in but look at it from a like almost like a an unbiased person right you know mm-hmm. like a third person in that room in that situation and then judge like well what what could that you know what could i have done better not right. to beat yourself up mm-hmm. but just like analyze it well should, could i have said this should i have done this or maybe and then this is where you can start thinking about like give them the benefit of the doubt right and so that you can move on with your life that's really don't give the benefit of of the doubt Mm -hmm. um you're just going to be like well they wronged me right that's a good point and do you think that's that falls along the lines of like just learning how to forgive yourself and love yourself more as well because if you don't then it's like you're just going to be miserable and just grow old and and just not like time is so precious you know and you're going to be harvesting like negative energy it's just life just is not worth to live like that right right I, I I agree with you mm-hmm. in that you you can't be you got you gotta love yourself you can't be hard, when you're doing these analysis and you're thinking about the situation and and you're trying to break it down and say right. mm-hmm. like what could I have done better or or what was the reality of the situation when you're analyzing mm-hmm. these things you can't be critical on yourself right like you have to be as unbiased as you can right did you mess up okay if you messed up all right you now you learn you analyze it you learn from it right hopefully the next time you encounter the situation you'll do better right you know and and don't don't dwell on it just just analyze it point out the the things that that were in your control you know yeah you could have done better yeah and then move on if you you only focus on where you went wrong and that's it uh you're 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 not going to get anywhere because you might spiral down yeah, like into depression or something because right. you got to understand like like oftentimes we are our own worst critics, right? Right. We, we can give other people the benefit of the doubt, right. but we always criticize ourselves. Like if like, you work in a team in a, in a, a work environment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And when somebody messes up, you might be like, oh, well, maybe they they simply forgot this or maybe they were just really tired. Maybe they got into an argument with their family, their significant other, right. whatever it might be. You give them the benefit of the doubt. But then when you mess up, you're like, oh my gosh, everybody's depending on me. And yeah. I, I messed up, you know, self-added pressure and think like that, you know? Yeah. And if you, this, this is something I learned that I thought was that kind of blew my mind. And it, it, it makes sense. It's like, if you're in a room with your team, and you 
can see what they're doing and, and you can give them that benefit of the doubt, realize that those same team members are thinking the same thing about your mistakes, that they would give you that benefit of the doubt, that you did your best with whatever you had at hand, yeah. with whatever, you know, the situation might be. Right. And they're giving you that benefit. And it's it, you have to remind yourself that, that, yeah, you're critical on yourself, but these people around you, your team, um, they know that you tried your best. You know? Right, right. And I, I think that's beautiful to give someone the benefit of the doubt. That's really beautiful because if you're in a team, you know, you want to have each other's backs. And, and when you realize that, like, everybody's on the same page and everybody's there to, like, help each other, it makes mm -hmm. people perform at a higher level, you know, because you don't want to be in a toxic environment where, you know, you, people are always going to think, you know, like, oh, when is his, his next mistake going to happen? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's really right. toxic. That and, is a toxic yes, environment. Exactly. And, but that, but that toxicity can actually be created in, within ourselves. Exactly. If we God. don't give ourselves that benefit. Correct. Right? Correct. If we don't realize that, hey, you know what? I made mistakes, but mm -hmm. it's okay. Right. I can still learn from it. Right. I mean, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm going right. to, I know what I need to do better and, mm -hmm. and I can do better. And that's a really hard. good, that's a really good but point. Yeah, that's a really good yeah, point. You got to give yourself yeah. that benefit. Yeah, and to to be your best supporter too, right? Because if you give up on yourself or you are too hard on yourself, then it's like mm -hmm. everything else is gonna f fall to pieces. You know, it's it's gonna be seen as like yeah. failure. You know, so yeah, self self belief. Yeah. Yeah, you think about all the like the famous people, right? Uh -huh. And people were like, "Oh, dude, you should give up, or it's never gonna work." And then they're like, test they 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 make it. Right, mm -hmm. they change the world with the product, with uh, with an idea, with the theory. They change the world, right? And that's because they they gave themselves that benefit, and and they're so sure that uh, of themselves, you know. Not that they're oh man, I'm messing up, I'm, I'm the worst, right? Um, they they're actually saying like, you know what, I messed up, but I can learn from this. I can move on. I can do better, right? You know? And that's how they achieve things. Nobody achieves things just like overnight. Exactly. Right? That's a really good point. Correct. And for all the younger listeners, I think what you guys don't realize is that when you get older, like society, it's kind of funny. Like it works in a way where if you do nine good things and you do one bad thing, people are going to be remembering you for that bad thing that you did. And it's hard to lose, like, you know, lose confidence, to lose some self esteem. But like you said um, earlier, just be your best supporter and just reflect on the good things that you did. Even though pe mm -hmm. people might be against you or the odds might be against you, it's still important to hold your head up high. Am I right? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, right. so yeah, it's, uh, I guess this is a very inspiring to hear. And I think that, um, you know, I think that people out there just should just be more positive. It's hard to be positive. It's easy to be negative. It gets like human nature. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's so easy to like, be negative but if you train yourself to be positive and see positive in everything then i think then people can be like you <laughs> always 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 got faith in yourself <laughs> yeah. well you yeah. talked about like um mm -hmm. like changing your perception and, and stuff mm -hmm. I, I think that's not just like an epiphany or where you analyze something and you realize something right you, i I, th I honestly think you can change how you feel about something um, and I'll give you an example, mm -hmm. um, like doing a chore, let's say that you hate washing your car or you hate washing the dishes, you, you hate cleaning the toilet, whatever it might be. Right. Um, you can, you can actually change how you feel about that by 
by doing it and then thinking positive thoughts about it. Right. So right. I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, um, I, I like guns and I have guns and I, I love shooting them, but I hated, hated taking them apart and cleaning them. Like I, it was boring. It's dirty. Right. Uh, you know, I, I didn't enjoy it. And I felt like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do a good job. So I'm going to have to spend more time on it. And I just hated doing it. But as I was doing it, I was like, you know what? I need to change my perspective because this <laughs> is going to be the reality. If right. I love guns, right. I'm going to have to clean them. I, I have to accept it, right? Right. So what I what I did was as I was cleaning it, I was thinking about all the good things that are happening as I'm cleaning it. Like, hey, I'm getting intimate with my gun. <laughs> I'm, I'm knowing the internals of my gun. There you go. I know how things will work. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, you know what? This is going to make it operate. This is going to make it reliable. This right. is going to make it smooth. And I kept on like thinking these things. Right. And now I'm like excited to. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> now I get to clean my gun. I'm going to make it reliable. Like I'm excited about it. That's a great, so, great example. So yeah. maybe people are thinking like, hey, you know what? I want to get out more. I want to exercise more or right. whatever. Right. I, I don't like running, you know? Like, yeah. I don't. But I, you know what? I'm gonna start. Yeah. Hey, it's good for your legs. It's good for your muscles. Down, right? Yeah. And good for your health. All the yeah. Things. There you go. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think uh, with all the things that we mentioned so far, if we could summarize everything up, I guess the mind is a very powerful tool, right? If you cultivate it, if you learn how to like, like train it to see the positive things, then you can be a very positive person, and you can learn to like drop all that negativity, all that baggage that you're carrying. So I guess if we could take away from something from this conversation, this podcast that, that we're doing right now, I think just learn to feed your mind positive and, and, and good vibes and feed it like energy that's not going to like cloud your mind or, or take away from your like the positive experience that you're having, right? Mm-hmm. Just, to, just to cultivate it, right? To, to take care of it. So I think whatever you think, your mind is going to go down that route, right? So you can learn to like gear the ship towards like, you know, like um, a more positive light. Then I think, like you said, you know, there's so many like good things you can get out of that. So, mm-hmm. man, I learned so much from this podcast just by talking to you. Like sometimes you might know certain things, but then when you talk to someone that like, has experience and, you know, has like a high, high emotional IQ, it just, it's very inspiring. And I think I'm very inspired by you. <laughs> I think sometimes you you, you kind of know it within yourself, but when you talk to each other, right. it just reinforces it, you know? Right, I think right. you had it in you the whole time. I think you just you just needed to hear it like somebody else say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, maybe. maybe. So, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the kind of words. Yeah, no worries. Um, but yeah, with, with that being said, um, we're just chat- chatting with one of my good buddies, uh, Sai. We've known each other for a while, going way back to college. Um, I don't know if you got anything going on right now, Sai, but uh, I know we've been ch- chatting for almost an hour, and 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 I, you know, I had a really good time, you know, talking to you about life, about everything, about the past, the present, and the future. Glad you're doing well, and uh, man, I mean, yeah, hey, you know, any any last words you wanna, or any advice, any any motivational words you wanna, you know, give to the listeners. I think people are are of all sorts of ages, and you know, you could kind of unite everybody. What what would you want to say to them? You know what? That's a I don't know. Just just hang in there and mm-hmm. and and reflect and and think positive thoughts and and try to make changes for the better. 
it's not going to be easy and you don't have to be positive a hundred percent of the time because that's not normal, you know, right. but, but just don't be overly critical and on the opposite side of the spectrum, don't be like overly cocky and overly, you know, anything. So we talked about balance. Tonight, exactly. Right. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's good to keep in mind to, to always try to maintain that balance. Oh, that's really, really good advice. I mean, you asked me earlier, what would a younger me uh, want to be told from the older me? And if I was back in that day, I'd be, I, I would tell myself to listen to the older, the older you, what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, thank you so much for you know taking the time out and chatting with me. But also, thank you for just checking in on me, you know, and asking me how I'm doing. And mm-hmm. and I I had mentioned this before, you know, not many friends do that. And for the friends that do, you know, um, I try to be uh, appreciative and and be thankful. So I'm thankful, man, a lot, so much. <laughs> yeah, you're a good you're a good friend to me, man. I appreciate you. You've always had my back too. You've been there for me when I needed you, and like I was kind of like beyond my my area of expertise. And you've been there for me, so I appreciate you, man. Yeah, no no worries. A- anytime, man. Yeah, good yeah. good friends like distance and time doesn't change anything, bro. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, with that being said, man, hey, I appreciate it so much and uh, hope you have a good good night, good rest, and, and take care of yourself during this quarantine. Alright. You guys take care. Take care, man. Thank you so much. Bye. Have a good one. Later. Okay, bye. bye.